This is Hacker Public Radio episode 3109 for Thursday, the 2nd of July 2020. Today's show is entitled Matchbox Restoration Part 4 and is part of the series Diecast Model Restoration. It is hosted by Tony Hughes, aka Tony H1212, and is about five minutes long and carries a clean flag. The summary is. In this the fourth in the series Tony discusses paint removal on the castings of the MK10 Jaguars. This episode of HPR is brought to you by Archive.org. Support universal access to all knowledge by heading over to Archive.org forward slash donate. day to all in Hacker Public Radio land. This is Tony Hughes coming to you again from Blackpool in the UK. To recap, this is my fourth in a series of shows about my hobby of restoring Matchbox and other diecast models. In the last show I went through the process of stripping the models down to their component parts. In this episode I shall discuss the process I use to remove the paint and prepare the casting for repainting and reassembly. So first off, and I should have said this last episode, a health and safety warning. If there are young people listening to this, some of the things talked about on today's show require parental supervision and are not recommended for young people unless properly supervised. So with that public service announcement out of the way, let's get on with the show. So before the base can be put uh, put in the paint stripper, the wheels and axles need to be removed. And as you can see from the picture... In the show notes, there are flanges holding on the wheels to the metal axle. At one side is only a small flange, and that's the first picture. This can be removed with a small needle file or a small rotary file attachment to my rotary tool. Once removed, the bases can be put in with the rest of the castings for paint removal. So let's talk about paint removal. Obviously, the first one you will think think of is some kind of chemical paint stripper, and I use two different methods for this. The first, and probably the safest, in the first instance, is a commercial paint stripper from one of the do-it-yourself stores here in the UK, B&Q. There is a local store about 10 minutes drive from me, so it's convenient during normal shopping times to just pop in and grab a a 2.5 litre container of their own brand dial paint stripper. That's fantastic for the job and quite economic. The second is a little bit more aggressive, but if you need fast results, uh, it's uh, brilliant. But it also requires a little bit more in the way of care when using, as it's uh, very corrosive and can be harmful if the fumes are breathed in or the product gets onto your skin or in your eyes. And this is caustic soda. And I buy this through eBay and have it delivered in one kilogram pouches. It needs to be stored in an airtight container in a dry environment to keep it from getting damp, as this is a potential fire hazard. As 
if it gets contaminated by moisture, a chemical reaction starts which generates heat. So if you go with the caustic soda method, you need to take adequate safety precautions. With the Jaguar, I mainly use the caustic soda method to remove the paint, but one casting I put in the paint stripper just to show that method. With the caustic soda place, the castings in a jar with enough room to cover with just boiled water so that it does not overflow when the caustic soda crystals are added slowly. I use a long-handled teaspoon and add two to three teaspoons of the soda until it has a good fizz, then leave it, leave it for at least about 15 minutes, but the longer the better. I sometimes do this and leave overnight as it gets great results. Remember to wear gloves when doing this to prevent getting the caustic on your hands. The following few pictures show that process and my particular gloves. With the paint stripper, I have a little plastic click lock box for, the, uh, for this and I immerse the casting into it and leave for several hours for best results. This can be re reused many times as you can see in the picture, keeping it an economic method as most of the stripper is left in the box when you remove the casting. The result for both methods are similar, but I find the caustic, although you need to be careful, is the less messy of the two options and the casting is easier to clean after paint removal. So after removal of the paint, the castings are polished up with either a hand wire brush or a wire brush attachment to the rotary tool. And there's pictures in the show notes of the base before and after and a picture of the polished main casting. So now we have the casting ready for repainting, which I will cover in the next episode. So until the next time, this is Tony Hughes saying goodbye to all those in HPR land. Keep safe until the next instalment. Bye for now. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.